When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DPHRO and Rothenberg. Did you ever hear when I announced on national radio sitting in for Stephen A. Smith that Magic Johnson died? <laughs> Just unbelievable. Now he says he believes other people knew because it came out last time Magic said nobody had any idea that Magic was going to die. It's one of my horrifying moments in my professional career. This is DPHRO and Rothenberg. Philip Seymour Hoffman has to play Buck. Buck. You do realize Philip Seymour Hoffman is dead, right? On 98.7 ESPN. Gross in for DPH. Rothenberg here as always. 9870 SPIN. You ever hear that doozy? When, when we were talking about, you know, who would play Buck in the movie, and Rick is like, well, it would have to be Philip Seymour Hoffman. He would actually be a dead ringer for Buck. No yeah, except he's not with us anymore. Well, that's why I said dead ringer. Right. Just as on dead ringer. Yeah. yeah. And, and that, he but, certainly and that, looks more like Buck than he did Art Howe. 100%. 100%. That was, I mean, I know it's a movie, but that's still to this day like odd casting. Well, wasn't wasn't Jonah Hill like an obese Jonah Hill like Paul D. Podesta? That's right. Yes, right. So but I mean, his name wasn't Paul D. Podesta either in the movie. It was a yeah, he he was a fake Paul D. Podesta. Yeah, right. It was but inspired. What, that make sense by either. Right. Well, I I mean he wasn't and, Paul D. Podesta. I'm sure Billy Bean was like, "That's right. They got Brad Pitt playing me." That's right. Yeah. Wh- wh- which is actually more accurate? <laughs> you know what I mean? Can you imagine that they do, they do like a movie about you and they have. One of the most handsome people in the world playing you. How good would that be? Won't be that yeah, far hey, off. Listen, no, I, I appreciate it. You're welcome. But the thing, the thing is, is uh, you don't know how to play first base. <laughs> I love that, that was, movie. I'm not gonna that play was the whole Chris thing. Pratt. Yeah, it was Chris Pratt, and he was what Scott Hatterberg, right? That's correct. Yeah, I, I love that's I, that's a terrific movie. It's one of the more one of those movies. I think I've even talked about this, like. When you're flipping through the channels, if it's on, you immediately stop and have to then watch the rest of it. You know, it's been killing me lately, destroying me, mm-hmm. is that they're doing um, marathons of the Sopranos. Sopranos, I was and just going to say, yeah. I, I flip, and, and whatever, it's like, oh, now, I, now I'm, all right, now I'm locked in. I need to stop scrolling through the channels. I have to fight myself to not go on to the Sopranos ones, because the same thing is going to happen. And it's not just like one movie or one episode. It's a whole gaggle of them. So that means you're just going to be sucked in and have no productivity whatsoever. Yeah, exactly that. All right, let's get to the calls on the Jets and the the coaching. And, I mean, what would you say? The football. Do you think there's going to be any Jets fans that are like, no, I think think the right move is keeping Robert Sala? 18 and 33. Let's go to Danny in Centerport. Danny, go ahead. You're on 9870 ESPN, buddy. Good morning, guys. You know, I just uh, I just was calling 
like very low key to, to to just wish you guys enjoying the football weekend because right it's a great great football weekend and I really was just calling to say hey guys listen I hope you enjoy the football as much as as much as I am and of course now I got a little bit fired up and listening first off Dan listen man thank you for always being cordial and and patient with me on the post game because uh, I said it to you last time you were hosting in the morning I, I appreciate that you you always gave me my platform and never. Uh, Never, you know, dogged me or shot me off. You always let me, you All know. Right, Dan, thanks down. for calling. Have a good weekend. <laughs> no, get, get to it, Danny. Come on. You know, you know. listen, it, it's just so typical, Dave. You just said it. This is typical of where we're at. I know we have to run it back, but how in God's name could we not, you know, consider interviewing or bringing anybody but Danny, in? Danny, why? You, you said you know we have to run it back. Why do you have to run it back? Because why? Well, you guys, why? You hit you hit every point, Dave, right? Because we're going to, the, the said quarterback, we're going to get, we're going to make upset, right? And I think we owe it. Uh, listen, he, they owe it to me as a, a true blue fan to let me really see what this can be with this guy at the helm with the offense that he wants. That's how I really feel, Dave. No. Do I want to stick up for solid? Do I think he's been somebody? I do not. But you know what, Dave? You just brought up Pete Carroll. We, we discarded Pete Carroll, and he goes on to be a national champion uh, uh, coach, a Super Bowl winner. And coach, you know what? You reference something to the things that are in your in your blood and what the things that you have anger for. I went to that game, okay, Pete Carroll's first season, and Brad Baxter fumbled on the goal, and I took drove nine hours with my boys in a Winnebago in 1993, <laughs> and, and Brad Baxter fumbles on the three-yard line after I was ridiculed the whole day by the Browns fans. We were ready to go in and win, and we lose, and, and after that year, we discard Pete Carroll. So that's the type of organization that I'm dealing with. Did we interview P- Doug Peterson? We didn't inter- even interview the guy three years ago, so that's what I'm dealing with. I don't want to change right now when we're very close, because you can tell me all you want, Dave, but this guy would have won at least three or four games this year if he's our quarterback. Even how inept we've been all year, he would have won three but or four Danny, games. But, Danny, why would you, why would you have Pete Carroll or Mike Vrabel or Jim Harbaugh and next year with Aaron Rodgers not still win an extra three, four, five games? You, you, valid, you know what, Dave? Valid point. But we, we're just not We're not going to do it. It's just us. We will not. We will not. Well, it's ridiculous, it's, Danny. And thanks for the call. And have a great weekend. Enjoy all the It's It's ridiculous. You know, I know you came out a couple weeks back and said, we're going to stick with these guys. Did you realize Pete Carroll is going to be available? Did you realize Mike Vrabel was going to be available? The answer to that is, no, you didn't. Sometimes you have to adjust. These coaches are head and shoulders better than Robert Sala. And I think Sala is a great guy. And I've sat with him. I know you have as well. And I think he's a lovely man. But you know what? He's not in the same stratosphere as some of these available football coaches. You know, what's ironic. Almost 30 years ago, the Jets kind of did exactly what you're implying they should do when it involved Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll, look, they faded. They lost the game to the Dolphins on the fake spike. They lost their last five games in 1994 to finish 6-10. and 10. It wasn't fade complete at the end of that season that Pete Carroll was going to be one and done as a head coach. But then another coach became available when he was fired by the Eagles named Rich Kotite. And <laughs> Leon Hess had a relationship with Rich Kotite because he was a former Jet assistant years prior. And then he said, Rich Kotite's available. That's the guy we need to turn this franchise around. And out went Pete Carroll and came Kotite, and they won four games over the next two years. Yeah, but I will just say this. I have a lot more faith in Vrabel, Harbaugh, and Pete oh, Carroll absolutely. than I do in I, I, Rich I'm, Kotite. I'm just saying, it's ironic, though, how this all kind of comes together. Here's what I think is going to happen. I think it's obvious that they're running it back with this same core. Sure. I I absolutely think that they are just going to continue to add to this coaching staff. And you might even let's let's put it this way. 
you might even see a name or two added to this coaching staff next year that has done a couple of things in their National Football League career as a coach, both as a head coach and an assistant. I would not be shocked in that regard. And maybe you're going to have to put some egos aside on the staff next year so everybody gets along together and the fact that you know you might have multiple head coaches on that staff and everybody's going to have to all kind of chip in for the greater good because I think that they're going to try to give the head coach um, as much assistance as possible in terms of guys that maybe have done this thing before. How's that? Uh, sounds great, but we'll see. Uh, I, this, it's, if I was a Jets fan, I'd be beside myself right now. No, like I'm saying, they are trying. They are going to try to support this coach as much as possible. They're going to try to change things. I think several coaches, like obviously the offensive side of the ball was the big problem this year, right? I mean, the defense was fine. It was certainly good the enough to was win. Was a disaster. The offense was a it was all time bad, especially in the middle of the season when they you know could score one touchdown over a five six game stretch or whatever it was. I'll tell you, there's a coach who's a, who's out there right now who was since let go by the Chicago Bears, named Luke Getzey. Would it really shock you if Luke Getze is not on this staff next year, given that before he went to Chicago as the OC, he was a quarterback coach for the Green Bay Packers under a certain quarterback named whom? Yeah, as long as he signs off, then it's all Nirvana, wherever it is. That, and he that speaks he's highly. At. He speaks highly of Luke Getze. Well, and Getze, he, he did pretty well. I mean, listen, uh, I mean, they don't have a ton of weapons on that team, and, and that offense got better as the season moved along, right? Well, that decision, by the way, like if you want to go off in a different direction here, because it, it'll, it'll apply to the draft. Like, okay, so the Bears fire their offensive coordinator. What does that mean with the decision for Justin Fields? Like, are they going to keep him? Are they going to trade him and then take Caleb Williams or whatever with that number one pick? The only reason I say that is, is that if they decide to keep Justin Fields next year and they're going to hire a new offensive coordinator, that's going to be his third different offensive coordinator in yeah, third which different is system kind of in insane. four years. I agree. Why would you do that to this kid? I, I don't know why you do that. I also I don't know how you keep Justin Fields as your quarterback. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, like, to me, that move to change offensive coordinators, knowing that the head coach is spared, tells you that essentially Fields is gone from there because they're not going to Which I think is the, right, is the right move. Yeah, Justin, it, and I like Justin Fields, and I think he can be a good quarterback. You have to reset the clock. Amen. Uh, on, on your quarterback, right? Because he's, he's there three years. And let's be fair, he's played in zero big games. Not, like, the best version you ever see of Justin Fields is when the season is completely over and they are meaningless football games. Yeah. Pension for turnovers. Yeah, look, it let, not to say that he still can't have a good career. Change of scenery might benefit him. And if you're the Bears, like you said, you reset the clock. Everybody's doing it. It's smart business. Uh, let's go to Sean and Islip and say good morning, Sean. You're next up on 98.7 ESPN. <laughs> Hey, morning, uh, Dave. Morning, Dan. What's going on, guys? Happy Sean. Friday. Happy Friday, uh, buddy. Just, uh, you know, I just want to say, man, I'm so excited with all, what's going on in the NFL right now, man, with all the coaching moves that's happening with, you know, from Belichick to to Brable to, you know, you know all the guys. Now. I got to go through it, man. But, you know, Dave, I agree with you, man. You know, if I'm the Jets, I'm at least, you know, taking a look at these guys, man. I mean, these are some of the best resumes in the game, dude. You know, and for, I mean, Giants too, man. Like, you know, you guys had a subpar season. This could be franchise changing, and you're not even going to take a look. Shame on them. I mean, don't be the Bears, man. You guys got to take at least a look. So that's all I'm saying, man. Uh, Listen, I think we both agree. Thanks for the call, Sean, and have a great weekend. You know, how about the Bears too? I mean, will the Bears job ever be more attractive, ever be more attractive than it is right now? I'm a little surprised that they're running it back with Eberflus. I mean, I, I, I mean Eberflus. I, I just I don't unless get it. unless you wanted Harbaugh and you wanted whoever and you and they just you know through back channels told you they're not going there. 
Yeah, but, but not even that. I mean, forget about just like setting your sights on Harbaugh. I mean, it's an attractive job. I mean, I understand that the Bears are cheap. They don't spend a lot of money there. I, I get it. But it's, you know what? It's still a flagship franchise. There's one of only 32 of these jobs in the world. You got the number one pick. You got draft capital. Like, I, I don't understand why that job wouldn't be appealing to somebody. They're clearly getting better. Montez Sweat is a good player. DJ Moore is a, a legitimate, legitimate wide receiver. You're going to wind up with, I mean, the pick of the literate quarterback. Then you have the you have the ninth pick of the draft. You're going to trade if you draft the quarterback Justin Fields for a real commodity. It's like it's unbelievable to me. That job will never be more attractive. But you know what? That's why they're the Bears, right? And they and they almost never accomplish anything because the bad franchises continue to make head scratching, questionable decisions. Well, it's not all that different from the Jets in terms of just trying to keep finding the quarterback. Remember, this is going to be, if indeed they do draft the quarterback first, like this is going to be the third quarterback they've taken early in the first round in the last like five, six years. Remember, friggin' Mitchell Trubisky. Sure. And then Justin Fields. And, and now, now this guy. Probably Caleb Williams. Right. And, and Trubisky was what? Was two? He was two. And he may, I mean, somehow, some way, freaking made the playoffs on a couple of occasions. And should have won a playoff game had, had that kicker made the kick against the Eagles. Unbelievable. Right? I mean, it played really well. There was a year where Mitchell Trubisky was a good quarterback. And that was when Matt Nagy was the coach of the year, oddly yeah. enough. Uh, really, I mean, it goes quick, well, doesn't it? And then the other thing, too, is, you know, like with the coaches. And, and as you said, like this, this rock star cast of guys that are available right now. Think about what could happen here over the next few days. Where there could be one of these teams this weekend or Monday night that loses a game in spectacular fashion somehow, right. and the team decides we can't move forward with this guy, like the Chargers should have done last year when Brandon Staley's team blew a twenty-seven point lead to the Jaguars, and they sure should have bagged them right there. What what happens if Monday night Philadelphia loses to Tampa? Because let's let's be honest, Tampa stinks. No, the, Tampa is a bad football team, and back-to-back division champs. And only well, last year they got destroyed by Dallas. Oh, the, the same should happen this year. It probably won't, but it should. But what? what I, if you're Philadelphia, and apparently Nick Sirianni is is not receiving a lot of great publicity in Philadelphia right now, and you lose that game. Well, you're going to be happy. Number one, um, number two. Well, give give me the guidelines for the loss. Is it a well-played game and you lose on, like, a, a, a prayer on the last play, like a walk-off field goal or something? Yeah, or is sure. it you just get you, annihilated you play, and you can't function? Defense you play, can't stop anybody you, you play You play pretty decent football and you lose on a, a, a last-second field goal. 20, 21-20 final score. I still think if, if you're Je- – Jeff Laurie, okay, remember, once upon a time he fell in love with Chip Kelly. He empowered Chip Kelly. Like, basically sent Howie Roseman to the mailroom to stay out of sight, out of mind, gave Chip Kelly the keys to the franchise, right. and then when things bottomed out completely with Chip Kelly, he wasn't afraid to pull the plug pull the plug as fast as he did, and then in came Doug Peterson, right? And then they end up winning the Super Bowl. So, even though they were in the Super Bowl last year, and it looked like they were on the up and up, and Sirianni's made the playoffs three straight years as the head coach, I don't think that owner would be afraid to make a change if he sees this thing is not trending in the direction it should, because... Dave, something is off there. Oh, something, something is, is if, off. And, and it doesn't feel like it's off. Something it feels like it is it is broken there. And then on the heels of that, how about if Sunday four thirty Dallas takes the field and loses to Green Bay? Is Mike McCarthy? You can't bring back Mike McCarthy. You can't. Mike McCarthy's in trouble only in the sense that now you give Jerry some ammo because of the the rock star power that is out there in the coaching fraternities to be had. Yeah, and and Bel- and That's apparently, right. and this is what I've heard from numerous sources, Belichick and Jones have a real admiration for each other. 
Well, remember, the two bills are now kind of on speaking terms right. and, and, and getting along with one another. And, and Bill has never really had a bad thing to say about working with Jerry Jones. I'm talking about Parcells this no, year. I know. Yeah. So I'm sure that if Belichick, if Jerry picked up the phone and offered Belichick that job, I'm sure that one of the guys that Belichick would counsel with would be Parcells. And I'm sure he'll give him rave reviews about working for Dallas and working for Jerry Jones. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. So you did the show last night and then back at it early this morning, huh? Did the show last night? Did the Knicks last Ooh. night? So you're not on a lot of sleep right now. Three solid. See, it was only three hours, but it was a good three hours. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that I was awoken many times. Like, it was a solid three. So I'm good to go, baby. I got you. Sound, you. you sound mellifluous. That, now, that's, now, can you spell the hell out of that word? Yes or no? M-E-L. I, isn't it an M-A-L? No, I, I don't think so. No? Is, is it? What's the country of origin? I think it's... Uh, that, you're asking a lot now. I mean, yeah, you're, you're going... Well, this is the guy who wants all the questions answered, so I might yeah, as well just I, play along. I don't along. ask you the country of origin for words. Yes, they do in the spelling bee, don't they? Let's just work on the work on the uh, country. I mean, on the spelling. I'm, I'm confident it's M E L. That's mm-hmm. that. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Keep going. 
Now, my question is, is there another L? So it has Latin roots. Great. Can use it as a sentence, Dan. The voice was mellifluous and smooth. Oh, you, you got you've got it. You've got it open right now as well. Don't That's you? right. Yes. Sweet or you're music. cheating. Sweet. So my or question musical. is pleasant to hear. See, mm. I know it, it, we're ending with an O U S. Mm-hmm. That's correct. And my question is: Is there a second L? Oh, and that's the only now, thing tripping me up. Now well, I can thinking. tell you this: There's not a third one. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I know there's a second L later. My question: I think it's M E L L. I F L U O U S. But if I'm that's wrong, good. oh, that's, that's right. Good. I was going to say if I'm wrong, it was the the second L next I to each other. I am smart. I am smart. Yeah, Dan. I... Now, what's the t- the number tag that you have like taped to your chest, like they do in the spelling bee? Oh, I'd be fifty six. Fifty six. The contestant yeah. number fifty six. Contestant fifty six. Nice. Yeah, because I'm I'm the Lawrence Taylor of, of spellers. They parade those damn kids up there like cattle. Like, they're just like numbers. You know what I mean? Spell this obnoxious word. I love you. what it's like. Go. I, I, I always wanted them to say, we'll get to the calls in a second. They're all lined up. I always wanted them to say, like, can you use mellifluence in a sentence? Yes. The word you're supposed to spell now is mellifluence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get to Iron Staten Island. Good morning, I. You're on 98.7, buddy. Hey. Hey, good morning. How are you? Good. I can play off football. And oh, by the way, uh, Dan, uh, happy anniversary today. Was it 55 years ago today? That's, uh, Ira, Uh, at least you were alive to see it. But yes, happy anniversary. Yes, it's crazy. Now, Dave, you you are so 100% right. And I know this is a wasted topic because they're not going to make any changes. Which, which Ira, actually gets me more annoyed. That they're so stupidly stubborn that you have... This brand of coaching available, and they'll just, oh, we're going to bring back Robert Sala again. That's right. And, and now if I'm Woody Johnson sitting in my room and I'm thinking about this, okay, I look at it, okay, I got a one- or two-year opportunity at best with Aaron Rodgers. If I have to maximize my investment, where do I get – How do I? what's the odds I have a better chance to get to a Super Bowl with Robert Sala within the next two years or with any of the mentioned coaches that people have been talking about. And if I could grab one of these guys, I'm sorry. That, that, that's what I'm going to do. It's not going to happen, but that, that, that's, that's the issue. And I'll tell you another name I throw out there, and I know I'm not sure completely um, uh, with uh, Brian Flores what really happened with him, but he was, to me, I thought he did a really good job to a point with the Dolphins. I don't know what happened to Miami, but you could even throw him into the mix. He doesn't have the resume that the other guys do, but I would still have interest in Brian Flores, too. Well, I think you got a couple of other guys that are going to be ahead of him on a particular list, Ira. Right, That's the right. problem. Like, and, he, and, they, and look, Brian Flores didn't do a bad job this year with that Viking defense, especially what he had to work with. Well, to see, the thing is, next year, if, if God forbid something goes wrong and they have to make changes next year, you'll never get the opportunity next nope. year that you had this year. Nope, and that's, 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 that's the right. sad part. And, and, that, and that's why Woody, if, if any miracle could happen, he's got to rethink this thing. You know, if I were him, I would rethink it. Yeah, but if you were him, you, and thanks to the call, you might have made the change in the first place. Like, I didn't love this you know, defense and he's coming back and, and you know, weeks ago and that's the way it's going to be. I didn't, I didn't love it. But I didn't know that Pete Carroll was going to be let go. And I didn't know that Mike Vrabel was going to be let go. And I didn't know that, you know, well, I guess we had a feeling about Jim Harbaugh. I mean, there are elite, elite coaches 
and you will not have this opportunity again. So if the Jets don't do well next season, or if they do well and you want to move on, you're going to move on to who? To what? You're not going to have the same options. And you, you, if, if you put Vrabel or Carroll or Harbaugh and run this thing through them, you think that's going to hurt your chances next year with Aaron Rodgers playing well? It's ridiculous. Isn't it, ama- isn't it amazing, though? Like, like, it was just like your head just was spinning, like, constantly for, like, that two-day period there. When it was, Carroll was a shocker when he got that. Shocker. Mix. And then, a few hours later, you find out about Saban. And you're like, wow. And then the next day, I mean, Belichick really wasn't that much of a surprise. But still, those are three absolute coaching legends. And then this happens all in like a two-day period. And you think about normally, and I don't want to just throw this term out there loosely, but the riffraff that's normally out there in the coaching fraternity or like whatever type of candidates that we hire. Guys that, we don't even he- that we've never even heard of. We don't know if they're going to be good coaches or bad coaches. They're right. the quote-unquote hot assistants or hot coordinators. These dudes are like arguably some of the best to ever do it, and they're available. Right. It's not like we're sitting here saying, you know what, you could have Kellen Moore. And how can you not move on from Robert Sala because Kellen Moore is available? That would be a dumb argument for us. And I wouldn't make that argument. Now, do I think that I would be horrified if they made that choice? No. But I understand why you would stick with Sala and the continuity. I understand that. But you have legendary coaches available. And you're going to sit there, put your head in the sand, and say, nope, we're going to run it back with a guy that we have no idea if he's a decent coach or not. None. None whatsoever. It's all, it's all a crapshoot anyway. But now when you have these guys... Look, the, the grass isn't always greener either. It doesn't necessarily mean just because they've won in the past that whatever job they get next, if they do want to continue coaching, that it's going to be as successful. Some guys, maybe you find out, boy, they maybe should have probably packed it in. And maybe the game has passed them by, or maybe the wear and tear, they can't take it anymore. I, 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 I don't know, but it's going to be an important year. We know that. Well, it certainly is. Danny Long Island. Hey, Danny. Coop. Good morning. Getting ready for a little wild card uh, football. And the uh, Cleveland Browns may have their first home game in 30 years. Unfortunately, they may not be in it as Buffalo may have to move the game to Cleveland due to whiteout conditions. I haven't heard heard that at all. So the weather's supposed to be so bad in Buffalo, they might move the the game to Cleveland? Well, Buffalo's going to have lake effect snow. But you know what? Play the game. No, yeah, but that's that's easy to say until – the municipality of Buffalo declares a road emergency and shuts the roads down. That's I get the issue, that. And, yeah, and I mean, that's why they have it. had to move games to Detroit and stuff over the years, like Bills games and what. I, 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 I just hope it's not bad enough to where you can't play the game there because – and I know that Kansas City is going to be even, it's even be colder. Minus 35 with the wind chill. Minus 35. Right. But to me, and people say, like, oh, how can you play football in these conditions? Guess what? And especially in the matchup you got tomorrow night with a, a team from South Florida having to go into Antarctica to play, that's what home field advantage is supposed to represent, Dave. Well, I, I agree with you, and I love it, but, I mean, at some point you have to step in the way and say we, we can't put people in, in danger, right? I, I, did, I haven't heard that the weather was supposed to be so awful in Buffalo. Well, it, it is going to be. It's a lake effect, though. 35-mile-an-hour wind sustained up to 50, which means there'll be the punting, there'll be no kicking, there'll be no deep deep passes, which actually helps the Steelers in the ground and pound run game. A lot. But, but, but the Buffalo quarterback could run the ball, so get, get used to sit. He might carry the ball 30 times himself. But anyway, you know, Bill Belichick arrives into New York and he's a New York Jet head coach. The first meetings with Source Gardner, you're no longer playing the right side. You want to be a number one receiver. You want to be the man. You follow the number one guy across the field, wherever he is. I never understood that. 
Is, is he slightly better on one side than the other side? Yeah, but you're the number one quarterback. We're paying you. You don't get to choose what defensive scheme you like to play. End of story. Now, you know what they what Belichick would do in that situation, Dan? And, and thanks a lot for the phone call. And, and Dave, there have been uh, situations in the past where Belichick would take, let's say, his number one corner, put him on the number two receiver of the other team, and then take his number two corner and combine him with a safety and put him on the number one on the other side just to throw them a different look. I mean, you of could course. see something like that. Well, yeah. The guy's an absolute genius. Uh, Belichick is an absolute genius, but I, I agree with you. You have a, a star corner, put him on the star receiver. Or or if you want to do what you're talking about, where you put him on, on the number two and take the number two out. Uh, but that's only genius if it works. Well, right? Dave, if you know that doesn't work and you put your star corner on the number two receiver, the number one receiver still lights you up. Now you look ridiculous. Well, Dave, here's the thing, and I'm curious to see wherever he lands up, and I don't know where that's going to be. Is he going to be given the keys to the castle? And the reason I ask that question is because, let's face it, that's what's accelerated his departure from New England, is the fact that Bill Belichick, the GM, let down Bill Belichick, the head coach. So is he going to have that same authority, whatever job he takes next? Well, sounds like he's not going to wind up in Washington. Um, does he wind up in Atlanta? I mean, if No you're quarterback. Atlanta, that's had, the problem. Right, unless you trade for Justin Fields. Still, I mean, you can't. You think Bill Belichick is going to put all his eggs in Justin Fields' basket? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm sure if he winds up in Atlanta, there'll be a plan in place. He's not. I, I, tell you, I promise you, he's not going to battle with Desmond Ritter and Taylor Heineke. That I can you know 100% the, promise you. You know the whole Brady Belichick debate. You know who was more responsible? All these things. Of course. And we know that when Brady left, what three out of the four years were pretty bad for for him up in New England, like post Brady. What happens if he goes someplace else? Let's say like Atlanta. And is there for maybe two, three years and doesn't win there. That would hurt him. That would hurt his yeah. legacy. It will, I mean, you know, and we had calls yesterday, but crushing the legacy, you're an idiot. Not you. If, you. if you think that this legacy can be crushed, you're out of your mind. But can it be affected if he goes to another place and he does not succeed? I think so. I do. Be diminished so. a little bit. Yeah. All right. Uh, get some water. Hydrate. Mm-hmm. Go to the bathroom. Because coming up next is something you don't experience often. It is 50 full minutes of uninterrupted radio so do what you have to do and get ready because there's a lot going on you got the frenzy you got around the league you have the legal id at eight o'clock it's all happening and it's <laughs> oh all we got happening. the id coming up yeah, we yes. have ID right at <laughs> all right o'clock. we all know breakfast is an important part of your day but sometimes when you're traveling for business you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any you know what happens you grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely we've all been there But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. 
That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. The dilemma that I'm having right now, not really a dilemma, it's a concern. How can I help you? And I think you'll, I'll, I don't even think there's two sides to take here. I think it's clearly you'll be on my side. And okay. maybe you can work as an intermediary here with this situation. Mm-hmm. So we're doing our football picks as a four-pack. Um, the four of us are making our picks. Yeah. The only person I'm in last, the only person I can still catch is RJ. I just said to RJ, do you have your games ready to go? And mm-hmm. he said, eh, I'm working on them. They're not yet ready to go. My concern is this, because RJ is a two-game lead over me. I give my three picks before RJ, and then he mimics my picks so that I can't gain ground on him. That would be unfair, correct? Well, the beauty here is this is not your choice. Well, here's the thing, Ray. Just be quiet for a second. I'm talking <laughs> to Dan, okay? So, I mean, you want to keep this above board. So here's what I'm saying. If I do have to go before RJ, which is fine, RJ should send his picks to you, Dan, before mm-hmm. I go so they are validated when he comes I, out with his picks. I, I have no problem being that conduit. Uh-huh. None whatsoever. Do you now, agree with now, me, though? Or do you think that I'm off no, base? No, I, I, just for the... Just to keep this game going a little bit further, I think that in the spirit of the game, I think that it's valid everything that you're saying. Right. But what, what's normally the order? How is it determined? Like it's who determined by it? the person who won the week prior. So, so I think was... Rick, Rick, maybe Ray, at least Rick went undefeated last week, so he'll probably be able to determine the order. Of course, Rick went undefeated, not me. Okay, so, he, so he'll probably give the order of what he would like it to be, which is fine. I, and, and I don't think RJ would do this because I think he's better than that. I think there are others that would on the show or in the past have done exactly that just to confirm mm-hmm. and make sure they can't lose. But I think RJ will go with his genuine three picks. RJ, how do you feel about this? I will go with my genuine three because I don't think we're at the point where I can play keep away just because. Of course you can. If every well, week you go, I go ahead of you and I take whatever picks and you take the same, then then I cannot catch you. Well, in theory. But that would be dirty pool. Yeah, that but RJ's be, not that, really that type creepy. of guy, though. Well, it, I don't but, think he's that type of guy. I don't what, think so either. What if, what, I mean, what if, what if at some point whoever controls the board, let's just say I did that and you and I match. And let's just say. Next week, Rick or Raymond, because it probably wouldn't be you and I because we'd have a tiebreaker, or let's just say you and I went undefeated, and for whatever reason, you're the one that controls the board, then you could flip it on me, and now I lose momentum the whole rest of the way because let's say Raymond and Rick lost respect for me. So now they turn the tables on me. It's only two games. I, I can't play four corners yet. Right. Right. Listen, no, and no I don't think you, you would can. anyway. I, I, like, I mean, but I didn't like the way Raymond said, well, that, yeah, that's, the, that's the way it might go. You don't know. Raymond, I think, has it out for you, yeah. Yeah. So three, we, we just established. I'm good either games way. left, and it's a two-game difference. No, like RJ said, he can't sit there and take a knee yet. No way. Yeah, I'm, I'm two up on Dave. D- uh, I, Rick technically is six up on Dave, so I guess technically he could be caught. Uh, Raymond likely will absolve himself of last this weekend at some point. So he will. Dave, what's your overall record? It was fine. It was totally fine. I believe I was well, not well, a couple games above 500. And the mm-hmm. last three weeks, I have hit the skids. I am one and eight in my last nine picks. Yeah, there was a time where Dave was 23 and 22. Well, I was going to, I didn't ask him what his record was over the last nine picks. I asked you, what's your season now, record? Now it's 24 and 30. 
I'm 25, 20, and 3. Pretty good. That's good. And, and, and full disclosure, there were a couple of weeks that I didn't at least make picks on the air, so I just didn't make them, period. Like for the holidays, I think it was like the Thanksgiving week or the uh, even the New Year's week that we didn't have shows or whatever, so I didn't even make the picks. But 25, 20, and 3 going into the playoffs. Not That's bad. good. Well, we should talk off the air about what you like this weekend because uh, I could use some help. Like I said, I, I, kicked, I, I killed it week 18, baby. All right. Well, you're Ran on the hot table. streak. Let's Hot get to some streak. of the calls, then we go around the league, then we do the, the big... You're not familiar with the legal idea at 8 o'clock, by the way? It's big. I got people lined up outside here waiting to hear the legal idea at 8 o'clock. And, and, then, and then we, so we do a frenzy. Mm. Um, and then we do the frenzy. Got a love nasty, the frenzy. Who doesn't love the frenzy? Got a nasty email about the frenzy yesterday, though. Not, not moving Not moving quickly enough. Needs not to, frenetic uh, enough is not what fre- they not fre- The frenzy, not frenetic enough. That will be remedied today, promise. All right, let's go to uh, D in Queens. Hi, D. You're on 98.7. Hey, what's up, buddy? Um, listen, for his own good, Robert Sala should be fired because he wants to be a head coach somewhere. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's real good. Well, why, why would that be for his own good? <laughs> like, explain to me how him getting fired from this job with this quarterback who's going to be a Hall of Famer would oh, be for his God. own good. This year, this year. Because next year he's going to get all the blame, and they're not going to make the playoffs next year either. So might as well get fired now. Bring someone like Belichick who can you know, maybe check Aaron Rodgers. there's a better chance that they hire you to coach the team than Belichick. And secondly, if Robert Sully gets fired now and you ran a team elsewhere in the NFL, would you even think about him as your next head coach? Um, give him time. No one thought Belichick would have gotten a second job. What do you mean nobody thought Belichick was going to get a second job? After Cleveland? After the Browns? After the oh, Browns? come on. He, the led Browns? The, he led the Browns to the postseason, D. Won a playoff game. And, and, D, that, remember, D, had, that all fell home. apart. That fell apart from Cleveland with him because Art Modell moved the team to Baltimore, and he was using – he had a lame duck franchise. I, he, Christ himself would not have been able to keep that train on the tracks in 95 with Cleveland. Okay, no one can keep this Jets team on track. Might as well leave now instead of getting all the blame next year. Yeah, but, They're not making the playoffs next year. There's a real chance if you fire Salah now, he never is a head coach in this league again. A real chance of that. But, and, and, guys, think about how many, I think that we can throw the term out there, not very good coaches end up getting second chances to run their own football team. Uh, listen, I'm not saying he wouldn't. I'm not saying that, that, that it's you know, defined that he doesn't get another chance. I'm just saying I don't understand the benefit for him if he gets fired now. No, there's none. I mean, if you, Dave, if you're a football coach, there's only 32 of these gigs to be a head coach of the National Football League. Who would then say, nah, you know what? I think I am better off not having one. Yeah, when fi- you've done it for me. three years already? I, I mean, you, you think that, that uh, Brandon Staley is like, whoa, that was, that was good for me because now yeah, I huh. can you know, revisit where I am. No, Brandon Staley stunk. Did anybody th- let, let's be honest. Did anybody think that Dennis Allen... Is, was deserving of a second chance to be a head coach after what happened with the Raiders? No. I mean, Robert Sala looks like uh, George Hallis compared to, to Dennis Allen's run with the Raiders. The weird thing is you have guys that do well, and then they don't get, like, like Rich Bisaccia did really well, doesn't take a sniff at a job. Nothing. And well, then that was you an just interim get, situation, so there was stipulations. But he still did well. Right? He, I okay. mean, he led them to the postseason, no? Yeah. All yeah. right, so... Think that the guy would have an opportunity to, to get a head coaching job? Some of these, you know, come out of the blue where you're like, really? Him? Can't, like, you hear this name, like, oh, really? He's a candidate for him? You sure? They, yeah, they interviewed this guy? I didn't even realize. You never was... know. Yeah. You just never know. And then every once in a while, you get the guy, you're like, I've never heard of him before. 
<laughs> who, who is that? Can you use his name in a sentence? Yes, please, in the uh, <laughs> country of origin as well. All right, let's go to Shooter in Stanford. Hi, Shooter, you're on 98.7. Good morning, boys. Good morning, company. Hey, Shooter. Boy. Shooter, I didn't, I didn't tell you. Uh, Dan, I got to tell you this. Shooter, I didn't yes, tell sir. you this. Shooter was on a, a dating show. What? Yes, and he tweeted it out. And I actually was flipping through Netflix. What was it like, Millionaire Matchmaker? Is that was that it, Shooter? You got it, baby. And I was flipping through Netflix, and I <laughs> I, I stumbled across this Millionaire Matchmaker show, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch that episode. First of all, you were terrific. Secondly, that woman that they set you up with, what a nightmare she was, Shooter. She was a nightmare, but like they show the worst parts of the date. Like there were some decent parts of the date. Or I would have jumped off the boat when I was uh, taking her through Central Park. Like now, Shooter, how do you get hooked like up with a show like? How do you get hooked up with a show like that? My friend was a casting, was working for a casting director, and they needed a tall, handsome guy, and I, I she thought of me. You know, that's how it goes. Say, and he, say. you should have seen him. Okay, couple things. He was witty. He looked great. He was a gentleman. This Dan, the woman he went on a date with, was mm-hmm. so annoying. I can't even put into words how frustrating Psycho. he was. So annoying. Oh, great. Thank you, Dave. Yeah. So there was a so shooter. There wasn't a second date is what you're saying. There was definitely not a second date. But, I mean, I was trying my hardest, man. Millionaire. She was the Dan and Yogurt heiress. I was giving it everything I got. Yeah, but, but you know what? Before, it doesn't matter. Dan and o- Yogurt heiress or not, think about the situation you're in right now with your wife and your kids. You wouldn't trade that for that woman. No way. Of course not. You're, you're right, Dave. Of course not. I love my well, wife. I'll tell you. They're sexy hot wife. Well, you know what? It's funny, though, because if you are going to get hooked up with an heiress to something, I think bottom five things would be a yogurt heiress. Because, number one, I think you have to at least have some sort of an affinity for yogurt, which I do not. So that would be a you nightmare don't like scenario. Yogurt? No, I, I don't like that stuff. What do you mean? That stuff? Or you can eat for life. You don't, you don't like yogurt? No, I don't eat yogurt. <laughs> what kind of an animal doesn't eat yogurt? Yogurt is delicious. Well, it, it, here's Healthy. what am I uh, like a Oikos man or whatever? Because you know what's going to happen is that let's say you're, you're married to the the um, the yogurt heiress, and then eventually there's going to come a point you can have a, a blissful life, a wonderful marriage, but there's going to come a point where she's going to say, "Ooh, look, the new flavor just dropped with the company Fortune. Why don't you give it a try?" And then you're going to be like Costanza at the restaurant, having to take the apple pie that you know is poison. Well, you're not I don't think they're not going to be serving a poison yogurt. Well, not well, kind of a sick, sadistic animal, like are it. you? I don't like it. Oh, my God. All right, Shooter, Shooter, go ahead. I don't envision this is the conversation you anticipated when you made the call this morning. So go ahead. It's not, but I love it, boys. I love it. Um, so my point, well, well, first of all, before I get to my first point, my, I, you guys brought something up about alignment, right? Giants keep missing on picks. We really have to focus on alignment coach, right? You get the right coach to coach these guys up, right? They're, they're, they're monsters in college. No one can stop them. But in the NFL, right, they're matched up with guys who are also monsters. You need a better coach. Second, um, who do you guys think in the playoffs will be the biggest surprise to implode? Implode. Uh, well, thanks for the call, Shooter. Uh, implode. I hope it's the Cowboys, but I don't anticipate that. Implode. I'm trying to think of the game. I'll, I'll tell. Well, no, I don't want to give you an answer because that could also tip the scales for our picks a little bit later on. I have an answer, but I'm not going to say it because it's also one of my picks for the uh huh. So the weekend. You, and, and I'm I'm obviously just making this up. But if you say the Rams, then maybe that means Detroit implodes. If you say the Bills, then that would be a tremendous implosion. So Something gonna, like that. 
Yeah, exactly. All right, so we'll 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 hold off on that. Uh, By the way, it, yeah. real quick though about the like, as we spent so much time talking about the coaches, do you think that Arthur Blank, who obviously is the guy responsible for hiring the next coach with the Falcons, do you think that he has a type? If he does, I'm not aware of what it would be. I, I, I asked the question because since he's taken control of the franchise, he's hired three head coaches, two of which. Their last name was Smith. You think he's going to go with another Smith? Is there another I, Smith? I mean, the, he's going to find one, even if he's not in this. You think maybe they make like John cycle. Smith a player coach? Maybe, like he <laughs> might out, you know, put an ad on the internet or outside of one of the Home Depots. Like, hey, looking for somebody named Smith. If you like football and want to be an NFL head coach, this is the right opportunity for you. Yeah. Right, Mike Smith. Arthur Smith How and about, Dan You think Quinn. Lovey Smith makes a call? Lovey Smith! Yes. Lovey Smith is the next coach of the Atlanta Falcons. We solved the riddle. How bizarre. Would, would, Think would about freak, that. Isn't that crazy? You out, would it freak you out if Lovey Smith was hired as the next, next coach I, of the Falcons? I would love it. I but would, would, but it would it freak it. you out? Would it freak you no, out? No, I don't think it would be a freak scenario. No, I'd be quite comfortable. I'd sleep good at night, but it would okay. be interesting. You know, you know what we have right now? This is, this is big time stuff. Mm-hmm. SBBV. There's silence on your end. Why? Because you just threw an acronym out there, and I'm trying to figure out what it is. It's early Super in the morning. Box mm-hmm. Bonanza Five. Oh, this is my first exposure to it. Okay, yeah, well, so that's well welcome. No idea. Welcome. Thank Let me you. bring you right in behind the curtain. Here we go. It's ESPN mm-hmm. New York Super Box Bonanza Five. <laughs> Super Box Bonanza. I don't like that at all. Uh, this year, each quarter will take home a $25 Fanatics gift card and have a chance at one of 10 super boxes with prizes, including a big screen TV. Now, get ready, Dan, because you're going to be involved in a moment. Nintendo mm-hmm. Switch, MetaQuest, and much, much more. Be caller number now. That's when you jump in. Be caller number what? Seven. Seven. Right now, 888-987-9. ESPN to select a box for the big game with a chance to win $500 in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of two grand. All brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.